Tonight is a really, really special night, um, not just because we have the Christmas trees here, um, but because um, we have a very near and dear member in Kaiapa who's graduating really, really soon. Katherine Nelson will be graduating this semester. Let's give her a round of applause. And, um, and uh, uh, Catherine, we were so honored that you were a part of this community. And tonight, Catherine will be uh, sharing the message tonight. She's going to be sharing uh, what she wants to leave with us and what God has taught her and what she wants to leave with the Kyle community. So, Catherine, come on up. introduction. Thank you, Marcus. Um, but yeah, I am graduating on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Um, and I've been in Kayafa since freshman year, so we've been here a while. Yeah, and it's been, it's been awesome. Um, so today they just asked me, um, what's one thing that I want to leave with you guys as I graduate and move along to the next thing? Um, and when I was thinking about what to say, um, a lot of things came to mind. Um, I could talk about how, like, God shaped me through so many difficult situations. I was able to see people come to Christ, that I was a part in that, and it was amazing. I got to baptize some people, like Brigida. Uh, it was so cool. Um, and I was able to work with a lot of really cool staff members, and, like, the Reverend Gods was over here. So cool. Um, <laughs> but anyway, there were a lot of things, but, um, for some reason, I couldn't stop coming back to one word, um, and it was hardship. Weird word, right? <laughs> um, I think so too, but hear me out. Um, I'm honestly not going to lie. The last three years, a lot of things happened. There was a pandemic. Um, <laughs> well, I came into college in 2020, so the pandemic, um, <coughs> I had, I had to deal with failing an exam, like, bad for the first time, and if any of you have been there, it's, <laughs> thanks, Jocelyn, thanks, Jocelyn, yeah, yeah, it sucks, because <laughs> you're like, oh, this is actually harder than I thought it was going to be, um, and, like, family things, my mom actually had a stroke one year, and that was a whole thing, my papa passed away, um, and I really had to deal with feelings of incompetence and, like, I'm a failure. Um, basically, not very fun. <laughs> um, I felt like I was on God's life lesson fast track. Um, and I was like, I'm not the most fond of this, but okay, <laughs> let's do it. Um, and being college students, I'm sure you've encountered at least one time where you felt like you were kind of at the end of yourself. You didn't really want to go forward. Um, you just wanted to like sit there and be like, I, I'm going to sit here for a little bit. I'll be, I'll be in my little cocoon. I'll just lay in bed. Um, not just me. I hope not. But um, anyway, <laughs> not just me. Yeah. Strangely enough, I've kind of learned to 
treasure those moments. Um, I've begun to associate like feeling times of hopelessness or um, like something in front of me is way too difficult as what it truly is, is a call to come back to God. Um, it's a call to stop, sit down, and lean on him. Um, and normally it's an indicator that I am not doing that. <laughs> um, I like to think of it as like a little alarm. I feel like I have a bunch of like little alarms in my head of like, oh, you should look out for this. Um, so that's how God speaks to me a lot of times. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> but um, those moments always come in a time when I start relying a little too much on my own strength and ideas um, rather than filtering all my pursuits and thoughts through him and what he has for me. Um, we've talked about this in my small group, and I think it's spread to other people as well, but I have this backpack analogy. Um, sometimes <laughs> I'm holding on to all of these things, right? And I have this little, like, tote bag or backpack, if you will. Um, and <laughs> I'm picking up all these difficult things. I'm like, I need to study for this thing that I might not get even a B in. I need to support all my friends. I need to do this. I need to do this. You know, the list goes on. Um, and... My bag's gotten pretty heavy. It's basically like I'm picking up rocks, you know? Um, and I, I come to God, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, God, I need help with this. Um, look at all these things in my bag. Maybe I'll set them out and, like, present them to him. I'm like, look at this. Um, but sometimes I, I leave it there. I look at I show it to him, and then I am like, please, please take these. And then he's like, okay, I will. And then I... <laughs> immediately go back, pick them up, take them in my bag, and leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, it's the um, trying to <laughs> actually give things to God and not immediately retract that back. Um, <clears throat> that's been a hard lesson in college. Um, but in the midst of all these hardships, I learned two things. Sometimes things are going to be hard, but... There's a God that is so much bigger, so much stronger, and so much more able than I ever could be. And how lucky are we to have access to that kind of power? So some reminders that the Lord gives to us while we're living our lives here on earth is, um, there's John 16, 33. says, here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Um, and what I love about God is he's like super straightforward. He, there doesn't have to be any confusion with him. He tells it to us like it is. He's like, yeah, there's going to be hard things. It's not going to be super easy to follow me all the time. But guess what? The world is completely overcome. <laughs> so I've totally got you. And um, <clears throat> um, so I encourage you to step into some of the difficulties. Because God is standing right there with you. And he, I always love the... Um, the reminder that God didn't part the sea until Moses took that first step into it. Um, and it can be totally daunting standing in front of it and looking at it. And you haven't even started, and you're like, how, <laughs> how is this going to happen? But again, like Moses took that first step, I encourage you to um, just step into that and see how trustworthy God is. Um, so now I want you to think of someone in your life that you trust. Why do you trust them? 
Maybe because you've known them for a long time, they're consistently there for you, you've trusted them with something before, and they prove themselves to be trustworthy. Um, so, how can you trust someone if you've never given them anything to be trusted with? We have to approach God in the same way. At some point, there's going to be a time that comes up when you need to give something up to God. It could be your status with your grades. It could be your ego. <laughs> it could be your future and what that entails. It could be your relationships, your family, your friends. It could be your worldly desires, um, even your past self and who you used to be, um, just to name some of them. <laughs> um, but I can assure you that the more you entrust God and put that into his hands, the more you'll see how unfathomable his trust truly is. People certainly can let us down, but the nature of God is unchangeable. We know that anything can be trusted in his hands. And to get an idea of what that looks like, um, Jeremiah 32:27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? <laughs> um, and I love that. It sounds like a very um, superhero God thing, you know? <laughs> He's like, you know, like Captain America, he's like, I can do this all day. Like, God literally can. He's like, I... He's like, what even, what even is that? And then flicks it away, you know? Um, <laughs> so basically, you don't have to hold on to things that you don't need to. Um, I won't lie to you, say everything's always rainbows and butterflies. Hardships do come. Um, but I can also proudly say that our God is so high above the issues that we face. He's overcome the world, so there's nothing that's too hard for him to handle in your life. Um, so as you continue in your college career or your, um, whatever you're doing, um, <laughs> remember that any hardships you face have to bow down to your heavenly father that already has the victory. So following God is worth everything and trusting him through the hardships is a great first step. Um, and that's something I've learned through being here in Chi Alpha, having constant reminders from everybody here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there is nothing that our God cannot do. And um, if you just get put a little thing to trust, to entrust to God, He is a hundred percent going to be there for you. And you can put everything out on the line. Because God totally has it handled. He, like, is the line. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't even have to worry about it. Um, so, yeah. God is a lot more powerful and all-knowing and trustworthy and loving than you can ever imagine. So um, I encourage you to go find that out for yourself. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Catherine, for sharing. Thank you so much for being so honest about your, your journey and sharing that with us and how hardships, the hardships that you faced um, when we invite God into that, um, who is above all those things, he leads us in that. And it's been so cool to see you walk that out faithfully. Uh, it's such a huge, huge encouragement, Catherine. Thank you for the impact that you have made in this community. Um, 
and the people and the lives that you have touched um, through Jesus. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and so it's been cool to see what God's been doing in your life, Catherine. And God, God is doing stuff in this community, guys. He's doing stuff in all, all of your lives. And this week we've got affirmations. You know, half of the small groups have gone through affirmations. And you've had the opportunity to celebrate what God's been doing in each other's lives. And it's been really, really sweet. We had affirmations last night for our small group. And um, it's been a whole semester. And, like, I imagine for a lot of you guys it probably went by really, really fast. You're like, wait, yesterday I was just, like, eating popsicles, icy pops from Chi Alpha and <laughs> Monroe Park, you know, or in the compass. And, like, here you are. Here you are. And I know for a lot of you guys, you were, like, when you came into VCU or you know, Virginia Union, you were like, oh, man, like, I'm going to get plugged into a community. And some of you were like, man, I'm going to get plugged into Chi Alpha. I've heard about Chi Alpha. I'm really excited to jump in. Some of you were like, you know, if getting plugged into campus ministry was on a bingo card, it would have not been on my bingo card. <laughs> but here you are. Here we all are. God is so good. He's so good, and he is so great at writing stories, and he's so full of great surprises, and um, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful to see what God has been doing in, in all of our lives, you know, as we've been coming together throughout this semester, um, and there's something that I wanted to um, just kind of, like, come in with um, and to share a little bit about. Um, that is, like, number one, that God, each lo God loves each and every single one of you here, and he sees you in the story that you're in. Um, he loves our campuses. He loves every single campus. He loves every single person in the world. Um, but also, too, I want all of us to just take a moment to recognize the, the gift that is around each of you. And that's each other. God has given you spiritual friends, people to be on the journey with, to follow after Jesus. It's a huge blessing. And, I, you know, we're at the end of the semester where, you know, exams are coming up and, you know, we've talked about it before. But just take a moment. Just think about the people that you're around who are chasing after Jesus every step of the way like you, even through the hardships, even through the hardships. And part of the reason why spiritual friendships are so powerful um, and community is so powerful is because, in Christ-centered community, we're able to be around people who are, help us to, who are able to help us to stay focused on chasing after Jesus, even when it gets hard, even when it gets hard. And we have friends who help us to realize that we got a lot of rocks in our backpack. <laughs> like, hey, you know, you, you, you put those things that before the Lord, like, you're trying to pick it back up. We have people that are there to help us to trust God, to trust him with everything that we have. And so... Um, that's really important of having people around us to focus in on Jesus is because um, I want us to look at um, this passage, um, John 15, um, and we're going to be in verse 5. But this is Jesus with his disciples um, right before he's arrested and right before um, he's crucified. And um, I was at a retreat earlier this week, and um, John chapter 15 just, yeah, the Lord really met me uh, in John chapter 15. Um, but I just wanted us to look at this a little bit. I'm going to go into verse 5, John 15, verse 5. Jesus tells his disciples this. I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. 
apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, when I first looked at that verse, you know, we, uh, at the very end of it, it's like, you can do nothing. It's like, wow, is, is that me? Like, no. The one thing I really love about God, the, one that, the thing that I really love about Jesus is that he is honest. He's honest. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He, he points, he's pointing his disciples and he's showing us what it looks like to truly live with God. And you look at the beginning of verse 5 where Jesus says that he's divine and that we're the branches. That if we remain in him, then <clears throat> if we remain in him and us in him, uh, that we will bear much fruit. <clears throat> and something that I've been learning and processing from this passage is to not strive, but to let go and to allow God and his presence and his goodness to flow into my life. And this is an opportunity that all of us have. You're going into, you know, finals week. You're going into, you know, winter break. But continue to make Jesus the number one thing in your journey. And make it a priority to be surrounded with the people that you've been growing with this semester to continue through that throughout winter break. Um, make sure you don't put friendships in small group uh, on the back burner. Just be like, all right, I'll see you guys when you know, January gets here, but no, like, this is a huge opportunity that all of us have to remain in Jesus. No matter where you're at on that journey when it comes to Jesus, this is an opportunity. This is the end of the, end of the semester, but it's the beginning of something else. It's the beginning of that next step in your journey of discovering who Jesus is and how much he can make a difference in your life, but not just in your life, but through your life as well, as you're surrounded with other people who are on the journey with you. And so, look at your calendar. You know, you have finals coming up, but also make sure that you're intentional um, of spending time with Jesus day in and day out with people that you've been on this journey with throughout the semester. So let's, let's remain in Jesus. He's divine. He gives us everything that we need, even in the hardships even in the hardships. And through that, we will bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Fruit that on campus, people need to, to know and are desperate to experience God and his goodness. It starts with us. So now I want to invite Mike up. Thanks, Marcus. Uh, you guys ready to remain? Remain in Jesus, right? So, so what's the answer to fruitfulness? It's remaining. It's sitting still. You ever hear somebody, I mean, I think it was great what Marcus was sharing. You ever think about it? Like, people are like, I, I really want to know more of Jesus. I want to work harder to know Jesus more. That's actually antithetical to knowing Jesus more. It's not about working harder. It's not about striving. It's not about trying harder. It's not about more energy. It's about remaining. Opening up your heart and allowing him to pour into you. It's asking and receiving. It is knocking. And guess what? He opens the door. 
So I want to encourage you, as Marcus did, remain in him in this season. And here's the beauty about remaining in him. As you remain, he fills your life with peace. And you get to experience joy, not just the joy that's on the ornament, but, but the true joy of knowing the person that you are designed to be in relationship with. And then when you get to experience that, another beautiful thing happens. People start to take notice. They're like, dude, this is a stressful time. Why are you so peaceful? Catherine's like, because God speaks to me during hardship, right? He does. Here's the thing. When we invite the Lord into that experience, he takes those, that big bag of rocks that we've been carrying around. He's like, let me take this from you. Um, and then we get a chance to experience the peace that's part of his character. So how do you do that? We remain. But here's, and again, just, I'll wrap it up at this. You can't experience this unless you make space for it. So can I encourage you? Remaining does take effort. It's just blocking that space out on your calendar, whether it's a few minutes in the morning, taking time over lunch, wrapping up your day, and just saying, God, teach me how to remain in you. And he will reveal himself to you. Amen? Cool. Thanks, Marcus. Catherine, we need you back up here again. So, Catherine, you're about to graduate. Yeah. Now, I know that there are a few more assignments that need to be done. Finals that need to happen? Yeah. So it's, it's, she's, graduating, she's graduating by faith, everybody. But we truly, we truly hope for things that are unseen. We're certain that it will come about. Um, but... Catherine, your life is about to change. There are, yeah, it's a good thing, right? There are certain elements that you would have never expected to be in your life that will now become an everyday part of your routine. Um, and we want to begin that process with you right now by handing you this box. You know what's in there. You've seen this before. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yay. So, so here's the deal. When you are uh, in college or before you come to college, you participated with your family putting up a tree, decorating the ornaments. And those ornaments are a part of your family's history. When Jen and I put up our tree, we have a whole bunch of different ornaments that remind us of different uh, significant moments in our lives. We've got an ornament from our kids' births. We've got ornaments from different places that we visited. We have ornaments from significant times in our lives. Uh, and every time we put those up, we're like, oh, remember when this happened? Remember when that happened? This is a reminder of what God has done in your life. And so when you decorate your tree this year, 
And hopefully every year after that, it'll be a reminder of all you're doing and all he's done in your life. Catherine, you have sacrificed to be here. And we honor your commitment through all of the good times and through all of the hard times. Thank you for continuing to make space for God in your life because you've reflected his image to us. And thank you for making space for us to be in your life too because we have so benefited from the fact that you have not only participated, but you've been a small group leader, you've been a student officer, and you've been an amazing servant of Jesus. Thank you for that. So what we always say is this, you will get a degree from VCU. You will be a graduate and you will be an alum. Chi Alpha does not confer degrees. And so you will never stop being Chi Alpha. You will always be part of us, right? And so wherever you are, know that you are a Christ ambassador. For those you don't know, Chi Alpha means Christ ambassador. <laughs> and so there you go. I love it. I love it. And that, that's great. Um, so as you place that ornament on the tree, um, know that that is always part of your identity. And know that as we decorate our tree with our ornament, we're going to be praying for you and for all the other Christ ambassadors out there to continue to shine their light wherever they go. We really do believe that you're going to represent Christ well. And so we just ask for you to continue to pray for us so that we can continue to reconcile students to Christ and transform the university, the marketplace, and the world. Amen. Hey, why don't we all stand? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if a, maybe her small group might want to come up and gather around. Uh, uh, and lay a gentle hand on her shoulder. And Jen, why don't you come and pray for Catherine? Amen. Pray with me. Agree with me as we pray over Catherine's life. Lord, thank you. Thank you for Catherine. God, I know that you brought her here. And I know that you have great plans for her. And uh, Lord, we commit her future to you, her present and her future. But God, I know that you have good things. Lord, your word says that you've prepared good things for, for us to do. That she is your masterpiece. And uh, that before the beginnings of the world, you planned good things. And so, Lord, we just pray your blessing over her life. God, thank you for the way that you have taught her through hardship. And, Lord, I pray that it would not always be through hardship. We know that it's not always. But, Lord, even in this season, God, thank you for the way that you have sharpened her, that you have drawn her close, that you have so made her faith solid in knowing that you are there. Thank you for the way that you've worked through her in the lives of so many people here in our own community. And God, we pray that you would continue to do that in her as wherever she goes. God, may she be the, um, a light, God, for you. Lord, direct her path. 
and bless her, Lord. Help her to always be surrounded by friends and community. And uh, help her to always hold fast to you and to serve you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Man, what a, what a special, what a special moment. Hey, um, this concludes our Chi Alpha service tonight. I know, I know. Hey, um, I want to pray a pr prayer blessing over you, but um, after that blessing, I need all of the upperclassmen to come over here and join me by the Christmas tree along with all the VCU upperclassmen along with our student officer nominees. We've got a little student organization business to do as we wrap up our time together. Uh, so uh, let me pray a prayer of blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. And in all of your hardships and in every time, May he teach you to remain in him so that you bear much fruit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hey, so VCU students, come on up over here. Um, and then all of our officer nominees, could you come up here as well? Oh, yeah, and don't forget to sign up for SALT. <laughs>